0: FM 104,
1: Sunday Night Live, with Louise Time. do music station, F104, Louise, with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined by Sir Café. Hello, how are you? Hey, Louise, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you for having me. So your new single, No Sleep, is soon to be released.
2: Yes, that's right. So it's out on Friday, 9th of April, so at te- 12... At- yeah, midnight.
1: Oh fab. So pretty much yeah. straight on the dot if anyone wants it. Straight on the
2: dot, yeah. Thursday night to some people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Depends, yeah, if you're an early bird or a late owl, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> so tell me, what is it about? and about late owls?
2: Yeah, so the no sleep, um I wrote a couple of years ago. It's kind of about just um being in a bat a, a- Bad habit cycle, yeah. you know, where you just can't seem to pull yourself out. So you're kind of making yourself these promises, and then you're like, okay, I'm not doing that anymore. Now it's not good, and then you continue doing it. And it's nearly like you don't have control over it. Nearly mm. like you don't have control over what you're doing. And it's just, yeah, you're kind of catching yourself in that cycle again. You're like, oh, how am I doing this again? You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. we've all been there. <laughs> I think so. And it's your debut single. Why was now the best time for you to release it? Well, over the last,
2: since guys, maybe three, four years ago mm-hmm. I started putting up covers online so that mm-hmm. was kind of my first I was, I was nearly too afraid to start gigging and stuff like that straight away so started putting up cover songs online started building up the following that way and mm-hmm. um, after that then went to Original Music Nights and started playing my own songs and got good feedback there so it was kind of, kind of trying to juggle what was the best thing to do so kind of build up the following first and then release a single yeah. or kind of go in with this original music straight away but I felt the best thing to do was to sort of get the following up with songs people know do covers of it and then now realistically I was meant to do this I started planning it before lockdown last year so I oh, actually had wow, booked okay. to record this March it was mm-hmm. actually the week of lockdown I think and I remember I was talking to the producer and he was kind of going, will we do it? Will we not? It was that kind of early stage where mm. it was like, are we allowed to do this? You know, so I just felt uncomfortable, obviously, at that stage. And so did they. So everything was locked down. So that was that. It got held off then. And then I was kind of waiting to see maybe because I'd like to gig with the song, obviously. Because, um, you know, if you're doing your single, you might do a, a gig. Uh, like er, a launch single, really on gig, it. That yeah. of thing. Yeah, or then try and get into little festivals and that type of thing. So, yeah, um, yeah the launch of it, that's it. But, uh, so I was kind of holding off a bit then releasing it for that. But now it's just like, okay, right, no time seems to be a good time. But it feels good now.
1: No, absolutely. To do it. I think, yeah. yeah, people are
2: still releasing music. I think it's a good time, actually. People are kind of connecting more with right. art and stuff now as a way to kind of get through all of this. So I think songs and music valuable now.
1: Oh, hugely. And I know a lot mm. of people who thought the same things like will we hold off like on albums mm. and new singles and stuff but i think yeah. everyone appreciates the new music that's coming out that people have been like okay here just have it absolutely <laughs> yeah and it's funny it. like i
2: find myself listening to more music because you're yeah. just kind of at home and you have you know you're on spotify listening to things all the time so it's probably a good way that's the thing Are you you're doing, a doing your hundredth
1: walk of the of the day <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah exactly you need musical accompaniment on those 100%. Bucks you do. Yeah. So you were
1: saying you were doing your covers while you were yeah. doing the covers on, on social, were you also writing behind them?
2: Yeah, so I would have, mm. yeah, I've been writing I was putting up the covers weekly there kind of type of thing, but I was still, yeah, tipping away writing songs and then kind of getting up the bravery to go and play them at original music nights in Dublin, so there's mm. like um, open mics is what they're called but they're excellent, like they're so good there's Zodiac sessions, circle sessions all around Dublin, which mm-hmm. I really miss now, but <laughs> They were great to just kind of build up confidence. And then you're get, you're just among other songwriters, you're among other musicians who are doing it. You know, there's people who are gigging all the time and they've released singles and they're still going there testing their material out there. Yeah. So that was kind of, yeah, the beginning of all that. It was just really great.
1: It's nice to try out things in front of a live audience, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. So, yeah, I've been thinking that like lockdown's great for having time, obviously, to listen to new music write songs, and then, but you don't have that feedback or whatever, you know, you don't have that kind of atmosphere of being like, oh yeah, this song is good. You know what yeah, I mean? When they you like go actually this, play right? it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You can kind of only know so much when you're playing it yourself, but yeah.
1: And not only writing songs and recording, you're also an actor.
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I've done a couple of bits and pieces, yeah. Um, I just have a film out there, it was, in, it was actually the closing gala of Dublin International Film Festival mm-hmm. as a supporting role in Deadly Cuts is an Irish comedy, Rachel Carey's Irish comedy. And uh, yeah, great. So it was a really funny film. We got to see it when was a couple of weeks ago now. But um, yes, I do bits and pieces of that.
1: Do you find they intertwine with each other?
2: I do, yeah. Like I think they're obviously quite different. Mm -hmm. And I think they're a good balance for me, particularly when I was kind of starting out with everything. It was like acting you have don't have the same control over it you know so when you do get a part it's so great because it's such a big production and you're kind of in you know it's all kind of set up for you and it's there and it's great mm-hmm. and you get good kind of exposure from when you get the gig but when you're not when you're kind of in between or trying to wait around for it you kind of don't have you know there's not much control you can go to acting classes I guess but whereas music is a great kind of balance to that because you can always play music you can always go to open mics you can always play gigs so you're kind of a craft you can always be working on so it kind of fills that gap then between Acting stuff, so I found a great balance between the two. But yeah.
1: And when it comes to writing, does it affect it? Because I suppose do you do you look at your own experiences, or would you look at the likes of movies or TV programs or those kind of stories?
2: Me personally, no. I always write just about my own experiences. It's just yeah, it has to come. I don't know whether it's kind of a weird way that I do it. I always sit down. I don't actually know what I'm going about. I normally just get a chord structure that I like. And then I always never know, the first two sentences never make any sense in the song to me. And then after that, the kind of, the feeling comes, it all kind of starts with a feeling. Then I have the first two sentences that I'm not really sure what it's about. And then the song kind of comes after that. So um, it's definitely all from a very kind of just straight up emotional place. And then the story will take off that.
1: And would you normally write on, on your own or would you like collaborate with people?
2: I've, mo- I've mostly written just on my own, actually. Mm. I would like to try that. It's kind of one of those things, a lot of people, I've met a couple of musicians who prefer to do that. They hate writing on their own, and they're mm. just kind of constantly trying to collab with people. I haven't actually, I'm friends with a lot of singer-songwriters, but I've never actually sat down to write with them, and I'm kind of nearly afraid to do it, you yeah. know? Where you're like, oh, God, what well, I don't give anything good, you know what I mean? But <laughs> so you're just getting your own groove with yourself. But yeah, yeah. Now, that's definitely something I'd like to branch into when we can all see each other again.
1: And tell me, do you think you might move in, do an EP with it now, or...?
2: yeah so I already it's so funny like doing kind of PR and setting up for this mm. and now I'm already thinking about the next one I'm like right this is going I do I have to get this instrument you're kind of just you can't help but just think of the next thing and moving yeah. forward with it but yeah so I am only one single ahead in my head right now so I haven't made any grander plan than that but yeah
1: no because that is going to be released yeah. on Friday it's no sleep, yeah. and yes, people definitely. can pre-save it and stuff can't they
2: yeah, they can. So if you go to my Instagram or Facebook, there's a link there, and you can pre-save it to Spotify or any of your favourite music streaming service.
1: <laughs> and what are your social media handles for people?
2: Yeah, so Instagram is instagram.com/sorchfahi, S-O-R-C-H fahi, and then on Facebook and YouTube, it's just circafahi music, and then I'm also on TikTok, and that's just circafahi.
1: Amazing, circa. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you so much for having me, Louise. It was great. FM
0: 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Tai.